Hey guys, welcome back to Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are very anxious and excited and um, intrigued <laughs> to see how this episode goes. Is yeah. that appropriate? <laughs> it say? was it was very appropriate. Um I I forced Jordan willingly said she would watch a lot of TV this last week mm-hmm. so that we could discuss the Netflix original Sex Education. Taylor watched it. She watched the first season when it was new. Mm-hmm. And then so as a fan watched the second season and when it dropped uh, last month, January. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't watched either, but we hit kind of a dead spot of new releases sort of. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like a very opportune time for me to catch up. Totally. And yeah, Taylor's been talking about how much she loves it and I just never gotten around to it. And turns out I also loved it. It was sorry that we agree again. (laughs) (laughs) So yes. We'll we'll keep it family friendly, but just like a parental warning. Don't watch sex education if you don't like seeing um genitals. (laughs) And or I was on the um, edge of my seat a, of how you were going to finish a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah, they don't shy. I mean, the title they don't shy away from sex in the show at no, all. No, not at all. So it's not a show that I would recommend to everyone. No, even though the things that make it really good are like characters and plots and stuff. Yeah, and like they're teenagers, so it's not like it's insane, but it's also no. Kind I of wouldn't like, say it's pornographic. No, 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 no. It's just, it is, I mean, it's, it's about sex. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah. Um, we just had to give a little warning. Mm-hmm. But first, TV news. Yeah, let's drop some TV news. Um, something I am extremely excited about is, I, okay, I have not watched it yet, but the format the band mm-hmm. that Love. everyone knows and loves um, is having making a comeback, kind of. They're doing concerts and stuff in, like, a couple of places, and they release, like, a live concert that you can now watch on Amazon Prime slash YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I need to watch it. Yeah. Because I love them. They're amazing. They're, like, such a formative band for so many of us. Mm-hmm. They, like... Turned me into, like, the indie music scene. Totally. Wow, I had not heard about that. That's amazing. I know. Um, Something I'm very intrigued and excited about. Uh, We found out some more news about the Diego Luna Star Wars series on Disney Plus that they're working on right now. uh, Based on Cassian Andor from Rogue One, who I love. And George Lucas is going to be, like, heavily involved. He's going to be an executive producer. Which is pretty big because he has not been involved with, um, like, directly with anything they've been producing. Mm. Like, any of the new trilogy or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so, like, the Star Wars peeps are like, wow, this is actually pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And especially that, like, that is the story that he wanted to be involved with, mm-hmm. you know? So, it's just very interesting. Yeah, that is me. interesting. I didn't do much research on this, but it was trending on Twitter 
that Chris Pratt is making his return to TV. I saw that, but I didn't really research it either. He's. It says he's pairing up with the Magnificent Seven director and d- developing a new conspiracy thriller. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what um, streaming service it's going to be on or anything, but exciting. Yeah. I, so far, I kind of prefer him on TV to movies. Yeah, same. So, happy about that. Oh, um, something that isn't directly TV, but it does involve TV people we love. Did you hear that um, the Betty Gilpin movie, The Hunt? Yes. It's actually, it's finally going to be released in theaters mm-hmm. um, next month. And I also had forgotten that um, Damon Lindelof wrote the screenplay for it, and he did Watchmen. Oh, and so that made me even more excited to see yeah. the movie. Okay. Yeah, I was excited when I saw that. Me too. I was going to be sad if it could never be shown. I know, like sad because I really want to see it and sad for Betty because yeah. she just she deserves excited to, about it. Yeah, she deserves to like skyrocket in fame. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other news unless... Um. Well, I have one that is okay. relevant to the episode. <gasps> Perfect. Sex education got renewed for season three. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, so it's really fun. Wow. So, I love when that happens. Pretty, actually, a timely time for us yeah, to, to talk about the show. Love when that works out. Um, and timely because it's our 69th episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I was planning on mentioning that. Yeah, I didn't know no. if we should or not, but <laughs> it's just too funny too and we didn't, we hilarious. legit did not plan this. We really didn't, but happy 69 to us. <laughs> Sorry to all the mamas and the papas. We've had a, quite a few people reach out to us and ask us what TV shows would best describe our personalities or our TV shows that people need to watch in order to understand us. And um, I think it was like trending on Twitter. Yeah, it's like kind of a meme, kind of like one of those hashtags, like list out this these things yeah. about yourself. So we decided to... T- We'll take a challenge. We're up for a challenge. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, we have our collective ones, mm-hmm. but the individual ones just about me will be very different from yours. Yes. I agree. Maybe I mean, some I overlap. So. Maybe not. But probably some will be different. We'll see. Since they aren't really ranked, should we just take turns and you talk about all three of yours and then I'll talk about all three of mine? Yeah. I like that. Okay. Because that was the thing. I was thinking, I was like, I wouldn't rank these. They're all so different. Like, yeah. The reasons are so different yeah. that it's not better or worse. Um, okay, so first, I would say Friday Night Lights. Yes. Um, I was thinking of that one when I was thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I get, I think what would it, it would explain about myself is this is a show where it's like fl- really flawed characters. No one on the show is too perfect at all, mm-hmm. um, but you really get to know them and connect with them which is something in life I really value, like genuine connections with a lot of different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And you really get, that's like why that show is so beloved, you know? Yeah. And so that, that is something that really resonates with me. And I feel like if you watch that show and you like, don't feel that from the characters and stuff, like, will I, will you understand me? Well, I probably won't relate to you that well. Um, and then my next one, and it's funny because these two were ones on, like, our kind of collective list, mm-hmm. um, but I picked Veep. Yes. 
because for me, the sense of humor on Veep, it's like, I don't think, I don't think that I'm like clever enough that it reflects my sense of humor, but it's kind of like aspirationally. Um, it's like very, very clever. It's a little, it's like probably it's takes it to a further place than I do day to day with my jokes, but it's also very goofy, very pun heavy and like very quick and fast paced. And I feel like my own sense of humor is usually like less jokes and more like observations of like something weird that's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it is on there. So I feel like if you think Veep is funny, then hopefully maybe you'll think I'm funny sometimes. Even though it's like on a like way lower on the scale of like a funniness. <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> um, And then my third one that I thought of is Seinfeld. And like it goes further than just me like constantly wanting to reference Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. It's because like why Seinfeld is so special and classic is because it's like the whole show is this commentary on like the worst instincts and tendencies that people have. And when I watch it, I mean, this was a show that was on when I was a child, but now as an adult, like I do see myself and relate to even like bad like, kind of their worst behaviors, Mm -hmm. and I feel like if you're a person and you watch the show and you don't relate to a single thing that George Costanza does or says or thinks, then, like, like, yeah, he's terrible, but, like, we're all terrible. Yeah. And, like, You should probably reevaluate yourself because you're probably not very self-aware. Yeah, (laughs) yes, exactly, and so for me, I'm, like, I just don't think you'll, like, I will not relate to you as a person if you don't have any George Costanza in you. You heard it here first. That's just what I have to say, mic drop. That's the tea. That is the freaking tea. Um, I didn't tell you this, but um, the other night I attempted to start my Seinfeld journey. I only watched one episode, though. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you can get through, like, those first weird seasons where Elaine's hardly even in it. Yeah. Then you can do anything that you set your mind to. I think... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It I'll was give like you a week where we didn't have. I didn't have much to watch because I had mm-hmm. already watched Sex Education, so I had some time. Wow, this is so good, though. I will. I. I guess I have. I keep like a list ongoing of like my favorite episodes. Here's the thing. I have to go in order. Well, that's not what I was gonna say. Okay. I was gonna say I just want to send it to you so you can watch. Oh, them. good. Okay, good. Deal. I would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we didn't have any overlap. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Um, okay, for one of mine, I said search party, um, mostly because it all, search party begins because of an inquisitive mind (laughs) of someone who just wants to get to the bottom of a mystery, and I am extremely, uh inquisitive when it comes to that kind of stuff like i gotta know what happened Mm -hmm. where is this person um i am everybody's favorite free detective basically seriously and i'm very good at it i will say she several people in the world reach out to taylor yes when they need a mystery i've never gotten so far that i uh, need to kill someone um so that's kind of where i draw the line but um yeah, I think that show reflects my desire to solve mysteries while still having fun and being humorous. And also, it's like a mystery that's like, 
about like someone who knows someone type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, well, I can validate that. This is actually kind of a more vulnerable top three because what if you were like, I don't see that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would tell me after, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think we both have a pretty good handle on who we are and the things we like. I like to think so. And like, this isn't like our deepest, darkest secrets. It's like who we kind of want to be known as. Also. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay. My second one, I chose Fleabag because the humor is very dark and also kind of dirty. And I think that my humor is dark and a little dirty. Mm -hmm. I have been known to make the dirty jokes and everyone's like, Taylor, stop it. You're disgusting. (laughs) And I just like come to terms with it. So. And look at all these awards that they're winning. Yeah. (laughs) So people love it. (laughs) I should get awards. (laughs) You're basically Phoebe. (laughs) Um, And I will. Yeah. I will. I'm not as funny or anything, but. Well, that's I how think, I feel about them. These are, like, the best case scenario. Yeah, but I think that our humor is similar. Yeah. And then lastly, um, I chose Mad Men. I just think I that the beauty and the cinematography and the attention to detail is extremely on my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I like everything in my life to be aesthetically pleasing. Um, and... Also, I think another reason why that show is so important to me is because of the, it's slow and it has like really just, um, strong character development. It's not necessarily like exciting and hilarious. And I think that that is kind of how I am as a person. I think it's kind of hard, probably a little hard for people to like get to really know me and maybe like it takes a while but then they're like hey she's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) well i think too it's like that show is a thinker you have to pay attention to really appreciate it thank you i agree that's a great list thank you and it's fun because between our two lists we covered all the ones that i posted about girl meets show yeah it's true we uh we chose a Girl Meets Show list of, like, us together. So we chose Friday Night Lights, Feet, Succession, Fleabag, and Search Party. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than Succession. I don't see myself in Succession no. so much. That one is, like, maybe more of a stylistic choice of things mm-hmm. we like yeah. in a TV show. But the other ones, I think we found legitimate things. Yeah, I think so, too. Cool. That was fun. I like that. That was really fun. Um, it was almost like, would you say, a form of therapy? Oh my gosh. Jordan, you're totally right. Wow. So, that ties right in. We're so magic. What a bridge. Uh, Segway city over here. Sex education. It's a Netflix original. Um, it's all British people in it. Mm-hmm. So it's got that great British humor we love. We really love that dry wit. Yes, we do. It's about a little high school boy who, whose mom is a sex, a sex therapist and he kind of takes it to the streets. Yeah. And, and it's funny because he himself is like very repressed. Yes. But he can't help but have all this like knowledge. insight and knowledge into these people's mm-hmm. like psychological problems. Yes. That's I think what I liked about it is that it's like under the pretense of being like, oh, I'm having these sex problems. But actually, like, what is going on beneath the surface that those something. are just, like, a symptom of, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so it was fun. In a way, 
it was reminding me of like several different high school shows I love, but especially like kind of how there was like a week by week, like little kind of like almost a little mystery that yeah. he was trying to help solve. And that it was like kind of Veronica Marzi. And it reminded me of this other British high school series called My Mad Fat Diary, which Jodie Comer is a star in. Just because it was like kind of these just I don't know if it's like the like British public school or something. Mm-hmm. It just like it was very, very reminiscent of that, which I love. Oh, that's fun. I like that. But yeah, he becomes like a sex therapist for his school friends slash not even friends, just like people <laughs> at high, at the high school. And that's mostly the first season. And then the second season is kind of the repercussions that come from opening that sex therapy clinic and how the students are handling it now and and the school and his parents mm-hmm. and his friends. Yeah. Would you add anything to that? Um, no, I think that was perfect. It was it's one of those things where the second season is able to build on these all these characters that we met in the first season mm-hmm. and most of whom we didn't know that well, but I felt like they did a good job of expanding even like the secondary characters totally. that were more of a punchline in the first season. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Like I wouldn't even say that I they were so different, the seasons, that I couldn't even really compare which one I liked better. Yeah. I just really enjoyed both of them. I'm so glad because I also really enjoyed them and I was a little bit worried. Not I, not that I don't think you would have enjoyed it, but it's kind of a lot. Yeah. One of my favorite things about it and is that it's extremely inclusive and like talks about a lot of different social issues while not being like so in your face. Yes, it's not like this is a special message that we're trying to teach the kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hit you over the head with things. It's like and when they introduce people that are like maybe learning about their own sexuality or they already know about their sexuality, it's just like presented there as a person. Mm-hmm. It's not like look at us. Like we a one note have this trans person. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, nothing like that. No. And I, I think that it's just really refreshing, and they just did a really great job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, very diverse on every level, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yes. Um, One thing that's interesting is that I feel like they're probably trying to um make you think of, like, classic 80s high school movies and stuff, because sometimes I was like, wait, are they in modern times? Mm-hmm. But, like, they have, like, smartphones and stuff. Like, it's, it's set now. Yeah. But the clothes and the music... And just kind of, like, sometimes the vibe was very 80s. Yeah, that's true. Which I really liked. It, like, sent me on kind of, like, a kick of listening to 80s music and stuff. Mm Because it was was a really fun aspect of it that I liked. Um, Another thing I really like about it is that it's not just about the kids. They have, like, the parents are in on it, too. Mm -hmm. And And not in a boring way like a lot of other teen shows. Yeah, so it kind of deals with problems that, like, I see as an adult. And, like, parents would see as well. It's not just, like, a Riverdale type of situation. Yeah. Or, um, like, Pretty Little Liars, any of those kinds yeah. of shows where it's, like, they feel almost obligated to have stuff going on with the parents. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I actually did like the adults in the show, too. Yeah. And I think it was clever because it's, like, you see these teens who are very inexperienced in all parts of life, mm-hmm. but then the adults are just as messed up as the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's a clever thing that they're dealing with this really similar 
psychological issues. Totally. I think that the cast is all pretty amazing. Oh, I agree. The cast um, is really great. The The people you would know going in, or at least that I knew, because I didn't know many of the cast, one is Jillian Anderson, who is from The X-Files. And she's also, like, really famous, but in, for a lot of things I haven't seen. But, um, and she's interesting because, like, I... She has, like, dual citizenship, so, like, we all know her kind of as American, but she, like, could do a perfect British accent. Mm -hmm. And Asa Butterfield, who is in, like, Ender's Game and Hugo, like, kids' movies. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought they were both amazing. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas is what I knew him from. Oh, yeah. I never saw that. I love me a really depressing World War II movie. Um, Yeah, I'm like... I'll just keep watching JoJo for <laughs> The other two leads uh, are Emma Mackey and Nkudi Gatwa. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. They are incredible. Like, they're so... First of all, they're beautiful. And they're so talented. Like, they deserve the world. They're mm-hmm. amazing. And I think that the secondary characters are all great at acting, too. I agree. Like, there's not really a weak link in the show for me. No. And that makes it real a really great show because I really liked and was pretty intrigued by, like, every plot line. Mm-hmm. I really like um, Keeter Williams Sterling, who plays kind of, like, the big man on campus in their grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson. He is really good. Yeah, he is really good. And I think that... I just think that... Each individual character has such a different storyline and background, but each of them still have something that's relatable to me, I feel like. Totally. Yeah, I was I was really impressed because I feel like when the promos first came out, and not that I like, I didn't necessarily judge it or avoid it or anything, but I felt like the, you can't get, you can't show the depth of a show just from like a, a brief promo yeah. that plays on Netflix, but it really was like, way more heartwarming and complex than I ever expected. The way that when I was first telling Taylor, I was like, okay, I finally started. I watched like three episodes and she was like, yeah, like, isn't it just like, well, I guess it's not really wholesome, but kind of is, (laughs) but like it kind of is. It kind of is. It's just like heartwarming and wholesome (laughs) in a different way than you normally think of as wholesome yeah like i just like really feel for all these characters and i love them and i want them all to be happy and i want them to like stop getting in each their own way yeah which it's fun it really it was like really um hit the spot because i haven't watched like a teen drama like Mm kind of like the angsty shows in a while in that way Mm -hmm. and man i forgot how much fun it is it really is fun and also like legit stressful Mm -hmm. i would be like oh no, like you're being so dumb. Mm-hmm. So it was like fun to watch that again, especially because like such a high quality one. Yes, it is extremely high quality and witty and like thought provoking. Yeah, I laughed out loud quite a few times. It was very funny, but also I cried. Yeah, very much in both worlds. Yeah, really though, something so, for everyone. If you're needing a good cry, if you're needing some wholesome fun. <laughs> and you're not a prude <laughs> then watch sex education there's two seasons and they're on netflix and they're great i love them just a side note 
of something else that we watched on Netflix. Horse Girl. It's a movie. It premiered at Sundance. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of people we love in it. It does have a lot of people Starring we love Allison in it. Starring Allison Brie. Uh, John Reynolds plays a part in it. Love him. Phoebe Ryan. Molly Shannon. Um, I just looked it up and I was shocked slash not shocked to see that it only has 5.9 stars. Well, I'm literally looking at that right now. That's rude. But did I like it? I Here's the thing. We actually need more people to watch it so they we can talk to them about yeah. it and how they felt about it. I thought it was a good movie because the acting was actually very great. Yes, the acting was good. I the just, writing was not. We just didn't. We straight up didn't understand it. No, it got. I too thought weird. I was, and then I just like wasn't. Yeah. Um. It just turned into something I had no idea that it was going to turn into. Yeah, and I feel like I've seen Allison Brie in like so many different parts, mm-hmm. but I this I was like, wow. Now I just see I'm like. Still not, I haven't stopped cringing. (laughs) So if you want to be shocked and have a wild ride after or before you watch Sex Education, (laughs) um, give Horse Girl a whirl. Get on that horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I still, it left me with many more questions than answers. Agree. Who is your crush of the week? (sighs) I... I would be lying if, wait, are we, we're, are, are, are you doing an Oscars crush or are you doing a TV crush? Oh, good I was going to do TV crush, but okay. if Oscars are on the table, then I would. I didn't even think about the Oscars, then but. Let's, let's okay. okay, I would be lying if I picked anyone besides Asa Butterfield, which just seems like weird to say because he's like, he's only like 22 but I was just like, he is the cutest person. And to be fair, every single person on this show is a, the cutest person yeah, I've ever seen. They all have great style. They're adorable. But like, he started out like, just as he like gets more confident and stuff, I was like, this is just like, he's the cutest. Like, he's like handsome. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like he evolves as other people start to see him differently too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... I legit had a crush on him, and it was weird, but I can't can't deny my feelings. And it's out in the open now. And I love his, like, uh, puffy coat. It's cute. Yeah, I just... It was weird. I've never even thought of him at all before, Mm -hmm. but it was... I can't lie. Sometimes you just can't control your emotions. I really couldn't. Um, I feel like mine is cheating, but... Oh, well. It's not. (laughs) I feel like that's how you start every one of your crush announcements. Am I just a consistent cheater? <laughs> um, because did I choose John Reynolds last week? But we watched another thing with him. I w- We watched another thing with him. And once again, blown away, he did such a great job. He was in Search, par- er, pfft, he was in search Party, <laughs> but he was in Horse Girl. And he played a different role than he usually does a little bit. And yes. it was fun and... Um, it was fun to see him be kind of more normal. He's usually kind of pretty eccentric and mm-hmm. especially uh, nerdy because and we, like we just saw him in Save Yourselves and he was like kind of the height of his nerdiness. Yes. And in this he really was kind of like a normal guy you'd meet somewhere. Yeah. You'd but like, like meet still him. your roommate's boyfriend's roommate, you know? Yeah. 
in Fantasyland. That was the most unbelievable thing about the movie. <laughs> Your roommate has a boyfriend who has a friend that's single. A and single As friend. cool as John Reynolds. Yeah, and like is attractive. No way. That would never happen. Literally never. <gasps> no, I will allow it because I completely agree. I mean, I would allow it anyway. But he really, it seemed like a different John than I know. Yeah. And he was great because we literally just had that conversation where we were like, will he ever get a different role where yeah. he's not like this exact guy? Because mm-hmm. as much as we love that character, like it's kind of one note. But this, he proved us wrong already. Yeah, I did. A week later. There you have it. Happy 69. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we should have taken a break until June 9th. <laughs> we should have. But no. We made it here. Do we end by saying nice? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>